What up? What's good, everybody? This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, uh, part two of this episode. Myself, Trey Frazier, special guest co-host Mikhail Ramos here with us uh, from the podcast called Rolling with Ramos. Make sure y'all check that out on y'all streaming platforms and, you know, like she's, she's pointing to it right now. So uh, make sure y'all <laughs> check out that show. Rolling with Ramos, uh, her podcast. And uh, so um, kind of going back to what we were talking about in part one, just to kind of wrap up the basketball talk. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite NBA team or are you just kind of like you like players more so than having a team? Well, I fancied myself to be a Lakers fan for years. And um, mm. I grew up loving Shaq and Kobe, loving those Lakers teams. And I used to yell at people, scream at people. You're not a Lakers fan. You're a Kobe fan. You're a Shaq fan. And then fast forward, Kobe, Shaq leaves. Kobe retires. And God willing, because God rest his soul, we didn't know how important this would be now. But that all-star break, we got that player spotlight with Shaq and Kobe. And they sat down and aired it all out. Yeah. And I'm watching the Kobe to Shaq in that Portland Trailblazer game and you're just I'm just remembering sitting on the floor on 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 the carpet in my mother's house and her having to kick me out the out the out <laughs> kick me out because I'm screaming uh being 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 having to go to school the next morning living on the east coast and having to turn the tv down just to pretend like I can hear it because of the west coast games right and the nostalgia was just there for me the Lakers get LeBron James, and I felt like he was the only one that could really put on a jersey and bring it to some type of supremacy again. I know a lot of people would say Kawhi Leonard and all this and blah, 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 blah. LeBron James, the king, had to come there. Mm-hmm. I support the Lakers. I wish them the best. Even Shaq said he don't watch them no more. My love left when them two left. Now, I don't I don't think when we all look at Lakers okay. nostalgia, oh, man. So you, just root, so you just root for them when they're good. That's what you're trying to tell me? You just root for them when they're good? I don't speak for them at all. <laughs> oh, okay. You, oh, they just there. They just there, huh? You don't even. I have a love for the Lakers. They'll always be in my heart, but you don't even claim the bubble chip, huh? Not, if they ain't Kobe and Shaq, then it's just it just don't it ain't gonna touch me no more. I, if they can't come back, come back together. It, of course they can't. But uh, yeah, that, that that was it for me, and I and and I've totally come to terms with the fact that this has happened to me. This okay. is, this, this so, is it. so, so when it comes for you with basketball, you're just kind of, you, you're a fan of the sport more so than you do follow a particular team. And I'm talking today, like yeah, today. I don't have a particular team. Now, if there's okay. one guy that you'll have me looking like Michael Irvin going back and forth with Steve Smith Sr. and you got the veins popping out of me. Yeah. If there's players <laughs> That will allow me to do that. I'm a big Carmelo fan. And John Morant is just everything to me right now. I think he's the future. Yeah. I love him going back and forth with Draymond right now. Yeah, that dude's a championship. Yeah, Ja is a dog. Ja Ja Morant is a dog. He once he learns how to use his teammates Mm -hmm. and get it together. Because all that noise about they play better without him, no. Because there was points in that series that you clearly knew that they needed somebody like a superstar, and he took it over. They probably should have lost the Timberwolves series. They probably should have lost that series. 
because Minnesota, yeah. for the most part, outplayed them. It's just that Minnesota couldn't close the deal when they needed to. They didn't have a job. So, you know, I think mm-hmm. John Moran is great. And, um, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. But I, I love everybody. I love the league. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not spending my money going to see nobody. Gotcha. I'm spending my money going to see the matchups, but I'm not spending nobody no money and putting on jersey and all that anymore. You know. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, as you can see, um, you know, like I said in part one, I'm, you know, I grew up a diehard Knicks fan. You know, going back to the Patrick Ewing years and all the years we were competitive and made the playoffs. It was the more exciting times. You oh. know, being a basketball fan in the city. Um, we just, we, we couldn't get it done. You know, we had a chance in 94. We had a chance in 99. Well, I take that back. We did, we really didn't have a shot in 99. We were, we if, were just, No, if Latrell Sprewell doesn't take that layup, there's a difference. Uh, I don't, I mean, we got Nobody gentlemen swept. Nobody liked that shot. We got gentlemen swept in that up one. against Tim Duncan in the paint. Nobody liked that shot. Thought it was forced. Thought it was kind of. No, there was a difference, but um, we couldn't we couldn't like beat them without too. Patrick though. We couldn't beat them without Ewan. I mean, Ewan, Starks, Larry Johnson, Mark Jackson, the Silent Assassin, the like the Splash Brothers. Before we had the Splash Brother, got a shout out, my man. Um, I'm looking right at him, light skinned brother. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at him. What uh, Hubert Davis? No, no. Um. I, uh, on the uh, Knicks, it's on, the, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, light skinned cat on the Knicks, yeah. Um, I used to call, used to call him the silent Houston, Alan Houston, Alan Houston. Okay, Alan yeah, 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 yeah. Some Alan Houston, yeah, wanted him to be, beat up Alonzo Morning and PB Brown, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> nothing made me and- nothing made me feel more great than knocking the heat out that year the way we did yeah that that was i mean even the team carmelo had i mean y'all ran his wheels and still yeah that was a that was a fun time for. too that was a fun time you know insanity that whole thing and you know when Melo came back you know insanity wasn't insanity no more and you know, that that was cool, but, you know, we had a lull and now, you know, we had a bubble. We kind of had a, not a bubble playoff appearance, but the year after the bubble, you know, we kind of come out yeah. of nowhere and RJ Barrett has stepped his game up last year. And I don't, you know, I don't know what's wrong with Julius Derek Randle Rose these days. There. Derek Look, Rose. The league isn't good if the Knicks aren't participating in participating. Of course, right of course, that's of what course. They, that's what you need. You need and the people, Knicks involved. And people get tired of it, but they know it's the damn truth. The Knicks in the playoffs is good for basketball. They Everybody it's knows very that. very good for basketball. Everybody knows that. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens in the draft tomorrow. Um, I'm, I'm looking at that kid Ivy from uh, Purdue, I think. Um, if they could get their hands on him, you know, before we pick number 11, I think, um, that'd be great, but they, they probably would have to trade up to get him. So, um, so I want to get, I want to get to this tweet that you sent out back last month, back in May. So here's a tweet I got up from you. Um, I, I give you a plug, uh, at Mikel Ramos, folks. You can follow her on Twitter at 
Mikel Ramos. Uh, Jalen Rose is mad about Tom Brady getting 375 milli to be an analyst and Tom Brady getting that much is absurd. Jalen had to learn how to be on TV and what, and what can Tom do? Yet people like me went to actual school for this and know the game and can only pray to reach such heights. So that tweet started a conversation and I think I gave you a little bit of feedback. Um, you know, other folks did as well. But for the people that didn't see this tweet and the people who are listening right now, um, I want you to kind of expand on what you meant by that tweet and kind of give your overview of, you know, how people responded to it. First of all, it was an experience going viral like that. Once I said that, I was, I was, I worked part-time at a clothing store and yeah, I couldn't put, they had to tell me to put my phone down because it, it just kept, my phone kept blowing and blowing and blowing. And I didn't think once I said <laughs> that, that would happen. Yeah, Like what, it got to a hundred, they got to 200, they got to 300, got to 400. In some ways, it was a beautiful experience. Yep. And in other ways, you saw how nasty people can be. And, um, but in all retrospect, those that know me and know, and those who appreciated me saying that gave me kudos for saying something that a lot of people wouldn't say yep. and using my voice. And um, I'm proud of that. Um, and, I'm, and I said what I said and I meant what I said. Listen, um, one, there's two disrespects in this country. The one disrespect is, I know there's a lot of things you can do to be successful now. You can get a trade, you can, you can get a CDL. There's so many ways to be successful in the United States of America. And um, one thing you do know is going to school puts a lot of us in debt. I'm in whole debt, but I love my degree. I appreciate my degree. And even if it doesn't mean anything in this country, especially in an industry where shaking somebody's hand, you might have what they need in the palm of your hands. You know, they may yeah. have what you need in the palm of their hands. It's about who you Word. know, what you can do. But I will say this, I'm so proud of my broadcast journalism degree. And I'm so proud of my degree and going to an institution and having the experience to go to college and having the experience to go to an HBCU. I'm proud I did that for me. And um, so the total disrespect of people saying, you know, just because people went to school for something, they think they are entitled to something. Those were, those were some of the comments that I saw. Right. Two, the disrespect for the broadcast journalism field in totality. Uh, so Mike Tirico has been in the business for years, but he doesn't deserve that money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's not, there's friends that I have that are in the trenches, whether it be through news, whether it be through sports that have uh, been working at this for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, just trying to be a production assistant to get their foot in the door. And when you see certain money being thrown at athletes, it's going to hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people said, I, I'm sorry, some people say, what makes you think we're going to watch you and not Tom Brady? You're going to watch me. Why mm. wouldn't you want to watch me? Mm. And I, you make your name, you know what I'm saying? Let's be real. I'm not oblivious. If Michael Jordan wanted to be on the inside, if, if Michael Jordan wanted to be on the NBA or NBC, they would have thrown the book at him. Yep. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. Insiders feel he's played the game. He knows X's and O's. He knows the ins and outs. He has total connections. But at the same time, what we see in a guy like Michael Jordan 
is that just because he's this big superstar and he was able to do what he was able to do on the court, that did not translate in the front office. Just yeah. because you're good in one thing does not believe mean you're good at the other. Tony Romo had totally changed the game. And who knew Tony Romo could speak like that? And mm-hmm. he speaks like he has a couple of championships under his belt. Right. But who knew he could he knew the game and knew how to be a personality? Tom Brady, yes, he knows how to conduct an interview. Sometimes he don't even want to talk. But does that mean he can get in front of a camera and have the personality and have the gumption to do that? Gronkowski has all the personality in the world. He's retired again. He was not good on national television. Mm-hmm. Jason Witten was not yeah. good on national television. He went back to football. Right. Uh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Yes, Magic Johnson. You thought that he was going to be great. It did not translate. Shaq, love Shaq. Love Charles Barkley. The M- TNT is amazing to watch. Shaq mumbled for years. Charles Barkley had to get in tune. They had to learn. Yep. Jalen Rose himself, they have this whole thing where they go and they teach them how to be broadcasters. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I know the game, others know the game, and we also know how to speak. We know how to keep personality. We know how to be on TV for four or five hours and say the same thing over and over and over, and I'm not boring you. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, this is what it is. We all, we all know that the athletes have that inside. They can go straight from there and go to broadcast careers. We all know that. You real passionate about this. You, I could tell in your voice, you real passionate about, you know, what you said and how you feel about this. I'm not oblivious. I, some of the best, some of the best that I watch, like I said, I love watching TNT. I love, but at the same time, there's people out there that's just like me that's trying to get it in and tr- been in these trenches and 375 million. This man ain't even got off the football field yet. So they're all going. This is not like watching tape or what. This isn't the draft. Yeah. Right. You know? And it could go it's bad. Off of what it could, it, to your point, it could go bad for Tom Brady. Like once he steps off that field. Get, and, I, and I want people to think that I wanted to go bad. Right. However, if it does. I'm sitting there looking like I told you so. I'm going to retweet this. But at the same time, stumbling over words, by then I'm I'm pretty sure he'll be in good shape. I don't think he'll allow himself. People say, Yeah, it's he'll Tom be Brady. fine. He'll be fine. He's been a leader on the field. He's done this. He's done that. That don't mean he can do this. Mm-hmm. I, I feel you. Saying, it was just a level of disrespect all around. But I, I mean, f- I feel you. Hey. I, I I feel you on that. Like parts of parts of that tweet when you tweeted it out, and and if if my memory serves right, when I responded, um, I think I kind of said something to the effect of, "Well, you know, that's the network kind of saying, hey, we, you know, we we gonna throw the money at you because of who you are, and not necessarily." whether you can do this job or not like once we get you yeah. we can figure that out like that's that's in their minds is we can we can kind of figure this out along the way they did the same thing with drew Brees, and look how that turned out they did the same thing with like you said jason witten with espn and look how that turned out you know booger mcfarlane i don't think is all that great at broadcasting now does he know the game yeah he knows the game but to be a personality and to be able to learn how to talk through a broadcast. Yeah. You, 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 you got to learn that stuff. And, you know, 
not many of these guys went to school for that. You, you know what I'm saying? Whereas you, for example, you went to school for this. You also played the game, maybe not at a professional level, but you do know X's and O's. You do know the ins and outs of, you know, certain sports and things like that. So, you know, to have that, to have both of those things at your possession and still be, I guess, in this market underpaid, it, it, it's, it certainly is a, you know, a big contrast between what the networks were willing to throw at Tom Brady versus what someone like another, like, let's say it's like, if you did, like, if you called Morgan State Bears, you know, football games or something like that, they, they not touching, they not touching that kind of money to pull you in, you know, three, you know, they're not, they're not, they're nowhere near doing that. But, you know, I, I bet you Morgan State will be like, oh, we value you because you're an alumni. We value you because of what you went to school here for. We value you because you know the, you know, game inside and out. I mean, let's be real. The bigger picture in this, there's probably, not to say that we don't like Tom Brady, not to say that you know, don't like Shaq, but there's still, we're looking, I'm part of the National Association for Black Journalists. There's a lot of other mm -hmm. Black men and women that are qualified. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. not getting a job. We're trying to get there. And like I said, I'm not oblivious to what can sell. You don't mm -hmm. know me. You don't know me. You know Tom Brady. But there's me out there. Um, uh, look at Monica McNutt. She's been in the same area as me. Shout, out, know, to Mon uh, shout out to Monica McNutt. Yeah, shout out to her. People like Malika Andrews. Uh, Kelsey Nelson, good friend of mine. There's so there's so many of us that's just trying to break down that door, you know. And yeah, um, yeah. Shout out, yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, she's uh, local here. I, I've tried to I've tried to book her on several occasions. And Kelsey, uh, Kelsey's all over. You got to get Kelsey. Yeah, but, um, haven't haven't been so haven't been successful. Haven't been successful. So if you, if you if you if you if you see Once her, she has time. <laughs> she'll make time for you. She's one of those good. She's a good person, but. No doubt, no doubt. There's so many, but yeah. there's so many yeah. of us out there. And we just, you know, and like I said, Tom Brady's box office. Why mm -hmm. wouldn't you? Like I said, if Michael, if Michael, if, if the if the NBA on if the NBA on NBC or my Rashad said, hey, call Michael Jordan, we calling him. But mm -hmm. let's come on now. We gotta, but this is what but this is the industry, and this is what we this is what we we were in. Yeah. And you know, if you love it, you love it, and you mm -hmm. will continue to fight to want to be a part of it. It just was like just let's be real. Yeah. You see something like that, it hurts. I work in the construction industry. And I've, I've been in the construction industry for about 15 years. I went to school. I went to the University of Maryland for computer programming. Um, got my associates. Never really had a job where it was IT related or anything like that. So for a while, I've always felt like the associates was not meaningful to me. Um, but when I got my first start in payroll in a construction company, um, I started to gravitate interest into construction, and then I went from payroll to uh, project management, and then I went from project management for all these years into what I do now, which is estimating, and I fell in love with that um, about three, four years ago, I fell in love with estimating, and so I kind of stuck with that. Um, I guess I bring that up to make the point that, you know, sometimes 
you go to school for one thing and you end up doing something else. Um, sometimes you feel like you're not compensated enough, you know, for what you do. Um, other instances, sometimes it's not who you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I know you've heard that, you know, a few times. You kind of could apply that to sports journalism, broadcasting. You kind of could apply that in that same, you know, area too. Well, that is what it is. It's about right. who you know. Yeah. It's also about mm-hmm. what you know how to do. Like exactly. I said, uh, exactly. Somebody, you can meet somebody that has everything in the palm of their hands for you. You know what I'm saying? You never know. So yeah. I'm not trying to degrade. Like I said, I love my degree, but I also know that my degree has nothing to do with this. I also know that in this field, they're not looking at my paper. Yeah. They're looking at who's vouching right. for me and they're looking at what I can do. I get that. And and then, mm-hmm. like I said, someone did make the point just because people went to school for something, that doesn't mean that they're entitled to something. But we also took the time to go to somewhere and, and, and learn the craft. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying life can be diverted, but I've known what I wanted to do since I was nine years old. I saw a hand of storm and life made sense. And I've dedicated myself to that. So yeah, it's, it's just so many levels. But like I said, you cannot see something like that. And this has been going on for years. This ain't the first person, but, and not get hurt. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah, Shaq. Yeah, yeah. Love, love Shaq. I mean, besides Malika and, 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 and Monica, the whole panel, but and besides Stephen A. Smith was ex-basketball players. Mm-hmm. Right. So you saying one of us and somebody else new could come up in the ring and be sitting right there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a whole bunch of men on that platform. Mm-hmm. So many. All these women I named. Hello. We standing here. It's yeah. time. And y'all, and y'all, and y'all doing the damn thing for certain. Up. Y'all y'all doing it on, on TV. You mentioned Monica McNutt, um, Roz Gold and Wude. You know, I met her. Yeah. A few years ago, you know, she's doing her thing on TV and radio and stuff. And she played the game. So, you know, in addition to the broadcasting, she knows the sport, you know. I'm, I'm just trying to think of a few others, you know, like you mentioned names here in the area. Janae Ogumike is doing well. I mean, yep. she's an athlete, but still. Right, you know? right. Yeah, yeah, abso- absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate women. Doing the great doors, Burke. Come yep. on. I appreciate the women in sports doing their thing you know, the way they're doing it now. And, and it's, it's beautiful to see um, more and more get those opportunities, even if it's at a local uh, level of sports covering. Yeah. Yeah, I it's, agree. It's, it's, it's cool. But, you know, that tweet did set off, you know, it, it set off some, uh, you know, an alarm, you know, for some people. And uh, yeah. I, it was an interesting topic. It was an experience. Yeah. I, and, and, and I thought I'd bring it up to you because it was definitely something that kind of, it, it stuck with me. It, you know, a lot of tweets don't gravitate to me or stick with me for a long time. But that particular one, when it first happened, when, you know, they announced that Brady was going to get the deal and stuff. And you tweeted that. I was like, yo, whenever I get her on, I, I got to bring this up. I, I really, because this was really like, one that just kind of, you know, hit home for a few people. Um, not necessarily me hit home as far as like me doing sports podcasts or anything like that, but it was such a interesting topic because I think in all walks of life, no matter what occupation you have, even if it's not sports, 
If you, you know, I mentioned the construction industry, which I'm in, it's prevalent in that industry, it's prevalent in all industries. I, I think this needs to be talked about more. Yeah. For certain. Yeah. Um, you know, before this time runs out again, uh, I wanna, um, since you a Washington uh, Commanders fan, I just wanted to know. HTTC, baby. They might be the Virginia Commanders. Better watch out. Oh, come on. The Seminoles, whatever. Hey, I want to know, give me your top five Redskins of all time. And yes, I'm using the word Redskins. Well, you know, I'm going to go in my air a little bit. I'm going to go from what I've seen, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't even seen the glory years. You know, I was three when they, when last time they won a whole chip. But um, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm mad I missed the Capitals parade because I just wanted to see how the hell it felt to be out there. To be able to be a champion in D.C., right? Yeah. Championship parade. I missed that. Yeah. But anyways, um, you got to go Doug Williams because it's Doug Williams and the history behind that. Black, black quarterback, quarterback winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl. You got to, you got to go there. Yep. Um, Fred Smoot. Uh, yeah. Fred Smoot LeVar was wild. Arrington. LeVar Arrington. Love me some LeVar Arrington. That inside linebacker position. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Didn't I, do it. I remember he had a spot in the uh, Largo Town Center some years ago. Yeah. I remember that me and my homies yes, used did. to go there a few before times. Before they took the tour down, he had a restaurant there. Yep. Before yep. the tour, the sidebar, the side something. But yeah, um, that uh, Lavar Arrington. So that puts me at three. Uh, Daryl Green. I was gonna say you got to mention Daryl Green now. I got to give Clinton Portis <laughs> the honorable mention. I wish he wasn't in the trouble he was in. Damn, what the hell? Yeah, that, um, that's yeah, that's crazy. That's Clint crazy. Portis and God rest his soul because our because deep the the God rest his soul because you know where yep. I'm going with this. Yep. Defenses have never been the same in the league. The only man that stood next to him, mm-hmm. and if he was in the league, and and it's unfortunate that neck injury did what it did to him because he would have been able to change the game and the way they throw flags, Cam Chancellor, shout out to him. That's the only man that I know that can stand next to his man. My man. God rest his soul. Yes. Uh, defenses have never been the same. Hell, secondary's been the same, haven't been the same. Our my man, my same. man hit a punter in the Pro Bowl. Like, that's how Take, serious he was. <laughs> and it was, and it's supposed to be a charity game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, taken way too soon, you know, somebody... Somebody put online a long time. Uh, somebody put on online a couple of days ago. What ifs? So yeah. it's like, what if Derrick Rose wouldn't have gotten hurt? What if he would have rehabilitated himself? Not Miami. God rest his soul, Sean Taylor. There's no yeah. way. Rest in peace. Rest in peace rest to in the peace, to the legend. I, I want to say he's a legend. Oh man. Because that dude. I mean, you talk about laying some wood. Like that dude. And he was coming off the bench. From the U that had an Ed Reed on there. Yeah. Guys like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember, as, you know, as a Ravens fan, I, I remember that season so well. That was that was one of our bad seasons. That was, I think that was Billick's final year. And I remember right after Sean Taylor passed away, we were, we were playing the Patriots. We were playing the undefeated Patriots on a Monday night game in Baltimore. And we had Willis McGahee, 
on a team who is a University of Miami alum, you know, the U, um, Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, all three of those brothers, like they they bought it. Like they bought it in that game that night. And it was unfortunate that we lost that game, but you know, a bad call on the final play. That was the that was the play. Bart Scott took the flag and threw it in the stands and we got a penalty off the break on that. But I I, I, re- I remember that moment, you know, as a as a Ravens fan, because right after Sean Taylor passed away, we played the Patriots on that Monday night. And those three, those three guys from the U got together in a huddle. They, you know, like they were like the emotional leaders, like that particular night, like, and I know overall, you know, particularly Ed and Ray, they were emotional leaders, but particularly on that night, it was those three guys. McGahey, I think he rushed for 100 yards in that game. Ed Reed, I think he had a couple of interceptions in that game. You know, Red, you know, Ray Lewis, you know, you know, doing what he does. You know, they they bought it that night. And it, it was just unfortunate we ended up losing to the undefeated Patriots, you know, that year. But um, yeah, rest in peace to Sean Taylor for, you know, for certain, because that, yeah, that, 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 that dude was a beast. He, he, what did I say? Did I say Fred? Huh? No, I, I, I thought I messed up Sean Taylor's name for some reason. I, I thought you was about to correct me actually, but. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying he was a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and there's some games you look and you thought that he had no way of changing the play. And it's like, he ran from, out of nowhere mm-hmm. where did he come from right his dedication to just shout out to Troy Aikman I know he'll remember him <laughs> shout out to Dallas Cowboys we took one even. he got that hit from Sean Taylor and said this is it I don't want to do this anymore but yeah <laughs> this is it baby but rest in peace Sean Taylor mm-hmm. gone but never ever forgotten and oh we were robbed big time we were robbed he was yeah. robbed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I think as a football fan, we were all robbed of the greatness that we we saw in Sean Taylor. I I, I do agree with that. But uh, yeah, shout out to your cat too. Was, was that, that was yeah, your cat? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, yo, was that a cat? <laughs> yes, that's him. He, he was doing so well, and then here we go. He he had to make his five minute appearance. That's all. Yeah, the ears. Shout out to. Charlie Whiskers over here. He just had to get his five minutes of fame. That's all that was. That's all <laughs> yeah. that was. Yeah, I, I like your top five. I I, I can't I, I can't dispute any of it. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, I started following the team, and when I mean follow, uh, I mean they was always on TV because I moved here, and so you know, all the Redskin games were on. So, um, but yeah, I I I don't think I. I don't think I have any dispute with, with the five. I mean, like I said, LeVar Arrington, he, he was one of the better players on the team at the time. Although, although I would, I, I would like to throw Santana Moss in there. Oh some, yeah. I can't forget point. about Santana Moss and I had him on my show. Yeah. Forget I would love again. Yeah. Here we are. Yes. I, I, I think if I had to pick a five, I, I would have to include Santana Moss somewhere in in my five there but you know the Doug Williams thing 
definitely Daryl Green, um, Santana Moss, Clinton Portis, and um, Sean, T- Sean Taylor. Like I, I like that. I think that would be my that would be my top five. That 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 would be my top five. So, um, so listen, this was this was awesome. Um, you know, I I I, I kind of wish we had a little bit more time, but you know, I got family duties to you know take care of. You know, kids got to get ready for camp tomorrow. It's the last week of school out here in these parts of Anne Arundel County. So, um, you know, why don't you go ahead and let everybody know what you got coming up. Uh, remind everyone about your podcast and all your other platforms or where people can find you on social media. Oh, man, you can follow me on Instagram at Mikel Sade. That's M-Y-K-E-L-L-S-A-D-E, like the singer. That is my name. Uh, real name, follow Rolling with Ramos on everything that you can get. Uh, Rolling with Ramos on Instagram. Follow Rolling with Ramos without the H on um, it, on um uh twitter rolling with ramos on facebook um you can follow uh you can follow uh me follow me at mikhail ramos on on twitter i'm on mikhail ramos on facebook if for everybody that's gotten on this train i appreciate you for everybody that hasn't please get on i make it pretty interesting also follow roll with ramos apparel um it's a clothing line dedicated to a rich sports tradition and great sports content and a father that will never be forgotten. I don't know if anybody's checked that out, but I have a clothing line dedicated for my father. May he rest easy. Uh, and um, we coming back. We got a new show coming this this week. So make you make sure you follow us on, on uh, YouTube, Rolling with Ramos. Please follow us on YouTube. Let's get those numbers up. We're everywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, Google Play, Apple P- Podcasts, everywhere. We're around. And I can't wait to continue to push out content. You know, it's crazy because the last couple, last couple of weeks I've been having trouble, not really trouble, but you know, life gets in the way. You can't balance certain things. And um, I've been kind of creatively stagnant, but I can't wait to get back in the game and give you guys some more things. And um, I've been, I'm rejuvenating a little bit, you know, things happen. So please roll with rainbows every day, all the time. And um, I'm thankful for everybody. I'm thankful for you. This was cool. Yeah, this was dope. He and called me, Gina. He called me. <laughs> Rest in peace to your father. I, I, I do want to say that because we just had Father's Day weekend. And I know you and I rapped a little bit about that and stuff. And so, you know, I just want to say again, you know, rest in peace to your father and, you know, to all the, you know, people out there that, you know, don't have their fathers with them to this day. You know, we're with you. You know, we're you know, we pray for you and, you know, and all that good stuff. So, um, so yeah, this, this was dope, man. This was, uh, you know, we, cause we, we kind of scheduled this thing, like maybe a little over a month ago and, you know, it, this was anticipated and I, I wish my, I wish my, uh, my ride or die was with me, but we definitely going to bring it back on at some point. Um, you know, maybe later in the year, we'll talk, you know, we'll definitely get into some football talk then, um, and hopefully, you know, my partner doesn't have any issues with his vehicle. So, you know, we'll, we'll okay. be cool there. So, um, so again, thank you so much for uh, hopping on a podcast with me and uh, best of luck to everything that you do with the podcast, with your sports coverage 
and all that good stuff. And uh, I I'll definitely be seeing you around on Twitter. Hey, look, have you people call my people, keep in touch. We family now. Absolutely. And yeah, thank absolutely. You so much. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, you're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast with myself, Trey Frazier, and my special guest co-host, uh, Mikel Ramos from the Rolling with Ramos podcast, folks. Good night, y'all. Peace and love.